0: What is up everybody and welcome to the Joe Kilgallen podcast aka Kilgallen's pub. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. I hope you did and it's Monday. So I'm hoping you're having a kick-ass Monday. Should I try a little Monday motivation? I see that a lot on YouTube. I'll go on YouTube on a Monday and I'll see like a Monday motivational video where it's someone who usually has their shit together, you know, probably like a woman, five seven one ten, 110, And she's all like, here's what you got to do. You could be like me. I used to not have my shit together. And then you're thinking, how, how was your shit not together? And then they tell you something where it's like, really, that's what you suffered. That that was your, that was your rock bottom. You, you drank a couple glasses of wine more than you should have. Right. You called your husband a chubbo and he got mad at you. And then he was like, I can't believe you're acting like this. And then you had to look within and you started reading Tony Robbins books. And now all of a sudden you're like a. Influencer, but it's all fitness stuff, but you're really just selling weird like lipstick to people on the side. Is that what it is? I don't know. I saw one video like that, and I was just in like enough. Enough. Sometimes I like the motivational videos, you know. If you're feeling down, I find them to be useful in a lot of ways. But when you're feeling great, sometimes you look at them and you're just like, Shut up. I, I know I'm starting off with a weird, I like to usually start off with gratitude, and it was going to, I was going for it. I was gonna try to motivate you on a Monday. You know, you got to motivate yourself on a Monday. Find your joy, find your happiness, and laser focus on that. That'll get you through a rough Monday if you're having one. And if every Monday sucks for you, then you need to change a lot up. Because you don't need, or you really could change your mind frame. You know, you could wake up instead of being like, I have to go to work, being like, I get to go to work. I am fortunate enough to have a job. Even though it doesn't bring me joy a lot of times, I'm going to take the money that these bastards give me, and I'm going to find a little joy out there. I've got responsibilities I've got people to take care of. That's how you could look at it, you know? Because I really do think if you could reverse the way we see things, because I know a lot of people look at things, that's like the half empty, half full scenario or scenario if you're a dick. You know? I don't like people who say scenario. Scenario. It sounds better. Flows better. It's called, say it's a scenario. But yeah, you know, it's weird. I've lately, I don't know, maybe it's my own personal stuff, but I used to like some of those videos. I I would take... I'd get kind of pumped up out of some of those videos. But then I realized those people who push those videos, I don't know, man, there's some of them. Whereas you're watching them. They'll, they make up and like, they make up scenarios. How about it? That word comes back where it's like, to all the people who are constantly telling you, you're no good. And my head, I'm like, this is very specific part of your life. Maybe you're that. This might be intended for a high school student. And if, if that's who the person's intended audience is fine, you know, But in in the real world, when you hit a certain age, if you're listening out there and you're 36 years old or 43 or 28, who the fuck in your life is still telling you you're useless or you're worthless or you're not going to amount to anything? If that person does exist in your world, then yeah, get rid of them. Tell them to fuck off. But it's sometimes I see these videos where I'm like, how many people in their day-to-day lives Unless they're a teenager with abusive parents or in some kind of abusive relationship, are constantly being told that they'll never amount to anything. I, I don't know. I just maybe it's happening more frequently. Maybe again, I'm very fortunate and lucky that I don't have those people in my life. But I see these videos from some of these people out there, and they're just like, You're gonna be a loser the rest of your life? You're gonna keep telling people you're no good? Well, then you're gonna be no good. You need to change your life. it starts with you, motherfucker. You know, they're trying to get all crazy in the video. And I just, I watch those and I'm thinking like, this has got to be for a very specific set of people and those people need to hear it. And if it helps them get out of the state of being they're in, then great. But for the rest of us adults, if you're an adult and you're not happy with your life, I don't think you need to be screamed at or had this made up thing where it's like, this is for all your haters out there. I'm like, if you're a certain age, you don't really have haters, multiple. You might have some people who hate you, but you know, for, the, for a person who's just working a job at an office, you're, you know, like if you're an accountant, how many people are getting in your way of you reaching the next level in accounting? I almost feel like all these videos are for people who are like the entrepreneurs of, uh, you know, or they're musicians, actors, you know, people who are doing jobs that I guess are told it's not practical. It's not, that's not a secure path. You're going to get hurt. You're going to face a lot of rejection. So maybe they have those voices in their life where they're telling, where people are telling them, hey, like, hey, you gave this a good shot, but maybe we could talk to your uncle and you could go work for his construction firm or something like that. You know, maybe that's what these videos are for. Cause sometimes I see these videos on these Motivation Mondays and I'm just like, who, how many people are going through life where they're constantly thinking, well, I wanted to be this, but then someone told me I couldn't be this. So now I'm not this and I'm sad all the time. And I don't know. I I think the motivation people need is to be reminded that, Hey, what you're doing matters and don't care about what society says. Maybe that's what they're saying. Don't give a shit about what society's telling you, you know, because society will tell you to play it safe. I get that. And you know, not to be grim, but we die at the end anyway. So if you're listening and you, there's something out there you want to go for, fucking go for. Now, on the other hand, I know a lot of people in this world who have responsibilities. And it's like, yeah, I've got people to take, take care of. So I'm not going to gamble and quit the job I don't like because even though I hate this job, I need the health insurance for my family and I need I have people to take care of. I respect the hell out of those people you know, because they're insanely selfless and they're putting others in front of them, which is great. Um, but if you're one of those people that has a job like that and you're doing it all for other people, that's what you need to focus on and let that bring you satisfaction to know that you're making a difference for other people and you're providing for a family or taking care of a sick relative or whatever it may be. Uh, so yeah, you got to find find some joy there. Because, you know, I, we, we've all seen the hard work in parent. Who is just not a joy to be around? You respect their hard work, but at a certain level, it's like you know what? I think your parent, your your kids might, would rather you be poor and a loving parent than for them to have all their needs met and you be a piece of shit. You know, it's one of those things. I'll I'll tell you why I kind of immediately went down this weird path to start the podcast. I started watching the show Euphoria. Have you guys seen this? It's on HBO. I've been watching it on HBO Max. I've just finished the first season. I started watching it like a few days ago and I got really into it, even though I don't know why, but I'm going to save that. Now we'll get into that part now. Why would I save it? There's nothing to save. but I will stop right now and thank all the listeners. I want to thank everyone. A um, couple new Patreon subscribers. So I'll be sending you some shout out messages and you know, maybe some, maybe sometime at the end of the month, I'll, uh, I'll list off the Patreons and I'll tell you guys how much I love you. I don't know, but I will have a bonus episode coming. Sorry, I've been a little late on the bonus episode. Whole family was sick last week. One son had two ear infections. The other had a pneumonia. Thankfully, they're both basically 100 better now. And then I was feeling a little under the weather. So that's maybe that's why the Monday motivation was on my mind because I kept telling myself when I was eating like shit last week and being lazy that, "Hey, Joe, you're sick. You're feeling you're feeling a little. Eh, you know, got a little stuffed up. I was having a killer headache too. Headaches so bad that I was like Googling them." Which, again, I don't understand. I I shouldn't Google anything anymore. You know, like with with health stuff, uh, I'm at an age where I, you know, maybe because my dad's death a few months ago, I'm kind of, I was a person who I didn't go to the doctor at all in my 20s. I just kind of lived my life like I'm young, I'm invincible. And even though I'm still young, I am now at the point where I'm like, what's this? This is a weird little soreness going on over here. Is that normal? Has that always been there? What's that freckle? Have I always had a freckle there? You know, I'm kind of more like in tune to what's like, you know, in my body. But then sometimes you think to yourself, is my brain doing this? Am I feeling, uh, am I getting this crazy headache because my brain's making it think itself is like ill or something like that? What is it like? Psychosis or some kind of shit? I don't know. I don't know a lot about these science words. I know um, Munchausen syndrome is when you think you're sick and you're not. But then you also could do that by proxy where you you make, your you know, Eminem's mom. Look that shit up. Eminem's mom. What was her name? Can't remember. Kim was the the mother of Haley. Haley's his daughter. Kim, he sang a lot of songs about wanting to murder, um, which probably wouldn't fly in today's climate. Um, but he didn't actually murder her. So you could always say, hey, it's art. You know, I wanted to do it, but instead I sang about it that way. I wouldn't do it. Why is that not okay? And then people would be like, well, because you shouldn't even sing about killing someone. I don't know. Yeah. You know, you think you'd be able to. you just be like, hey, it's artistic. It's how I not kill someone. You want me to just keep putting that shit inside? Keep pushing down my murderous feelings for my ex-girlfriend, wife, or whatever she was to him. Um, they were partners for a while, I believe, on an out again, off again type of situation. I can't remember what the mom's name was. Maybe he never said Kim Basinger was his mom in the movie. So that's so interesting. So Kim's the girlfriend. I don't know. I don't know Eminem's mother's name, but my point is apparently she did that to, to Eminem. He, he rapped about that. He goes, I, I was made to believe I was sick when I wasn't. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like the headache I had, I never had a headache like this Where it was like the center of my brain. And every time I bent down to pick something up, when I came back up, it hurt so bad. So I was like, looking that shit up to be like, what is this about? You know? And I think it was fine. I don't know. When I've had hangovers, it's been like that, but I wasn't hungover. I wasn't hungover guys. So why should I have the hangover pain? Which is, uh, that sucks. I feel like if you should have the hangover pain, you should have the joys of being drunk the night before. Not just being like, I'm just getting old, get a little headache. So anyways, that's why I think the Monday motivation was on my mind because I could tell myself starting Monday, you'll be healthy by Monday and you'll stop being like an absolute pig. Cause I got, I got to lose some weight. And it's, uh, it's one of those things too, where all right, in the show Euphoria, there is a character who starts talking about body positive and stuff. I am, I've been a strong uh, backer of being body positive. There's, there's a, a line, though. Not a line. Why do I want to say this? There's a difference in the sense that if you are... Whatever you are, you should be, be happy with your body, love your body, love yourself. But if you're a person who's not feeling great and you think you want to lose weight because you're unhappy with your health or you're uncomfortable, then that's also a great thing. Go for that. I think there's that's that's the problem I'm noticing with, um, I don't know, maybe it's the language around it, but there's there are people who will make a post where they're like, oh, I got to lose weight. And then people are commenting being like, no, you don't, you're perfect. Don't lose weight. And they're like, I mean, but I want to, why would you tell me, you know what I mean? I don't understand if that's like someone saying, I got to get in shape. I I don't. I think it's because we always associate. People don't want you associating fat with being unhealthy because there are people who might appear fat but they're completely healthy. I think that's the thing they're going with. I'm not sure because I saw a bunch of memes that people shared where someone came in going like, "Oh, my arm hurts," and then it's the doctor being like, "If you thought about losing weight," and it's their way bashing doctors because doctors apparently tell people to lose a lot of weight. And in my head, it's like you're the same people though that always was like, believe in science idiots. So if your doctor is telling you to lose some weight, why aren't you believing them? That that's what I'm fucking curious about. And if I'm wrong and talking to my ass, please hit me up, send me a message. and be like, here's the difference, Joe. You know, I don't know. I don't think doctors are all body shaming people. Um, I, I don't, some might be, or maybe they're not as tactful as they should be, but you know, at, at the end of the day, if you're uncomfortable, and that's why I want I only I only want to lose like five to ten pounds, everyone, because I'm not comfortable. I feel uncomfortable because I feel like I'm getting the like fat on the sides and it's digging into my ribs when I sit down, and it's not a joy. All right. So I think I should be allowed to be like, yeah, I want to lose a few pounds without people doing the whole like body. It's not body fucking shaming. If you're doing it yourself. Now, if you're if you if you turn into be a cutter, if you become anorexic from it, then yeah. Fucking chill out. Love yourself. Um, I am not equipped to be having this kind of conversation on a podcast. I'm not. I'm not a therapist. I don't know. I'm just giving advice that I would want to hear. I feel like if I was someone who wasn't happy with their body in a way that might be unhealthy or whatever, I don't know. I feel like there's a way to tell people, don't beat the shit out of yourself. Don't hate yourself for not looking like a model because who the fuck defines beauty totally agree with that right um but at the same regard you know what i mean like if your personality if i went around saying to people you know what i really have this side of my personality that i need to fix because i think it's harmful people would be like that's great go see a therapist but if you say i need to get my weight under control because i think it's harmful to my long-term health there are there's a part of the population Not most people, but there's a part of the population that would say, stop that. You are perfect the way you are. But nobody would ever say, Joe, I don't want to hear another word about you trying to fix your temper. Okay. You are perfect the way you are. It's a joy to be around when you snap in traffic. It's hilarious. You really, you you ramble on some really good fucking gems there. You know what I mean? Remember when you told that one guy, hey, fuck face, let's pick up the pace. That was great. Something about the phrase pick up the pace. After a fuck face, you the fuck face, the double F, then you had the pick up the pace, the double P. It was it was just It was cool, man. It was cool shit. So don't don't lose that side of you. No one would ever say that. But for other things they do, I don't know. I don't know. I got maybe I need to have a guest on that could break this shit down for me. I'm gonna be pushing false info. So the the show Euphoria, it starts off it's with Zendaya from a lot of movies. I think most known recently for Spider-Man No Way Home, and the latest Spider-Man trilogy. She's great. She plays MJ, who's not Mary Jane Watson. It's a different character, same initials, though, because it's a different Spider-Man universe. And um, she's like 25, 26, playing. She won an Emmy for it, playing a high school kid. And she looks the part. She looks like she's in high school. So she's been playing high school kids in a lot of roles. And I love her storyline. It starts off with her. She just gets out of rehab. She had OD'd, she was in a coma, her poor sister found her, and then they kind of have flashbacks to like her beginning. So she narrates the entire first season. I'm not in the second season yet. And each episode starts with another person from the high school and they give the backstory of that person, but it's still her narrating throughout. She's still the main, main character. Now I love Zendaya's storyline. Her storyline to me is great. It's interesting. I'm into it. Some of the other storylines are disturbing. Um, and not even in a fun way in ways where it's like, I've seen this character before and other stuff is just like, th- by the way, the amount of male nudity on this show, I know we're living in 2022 and if it was female nudity, I wouldn't say a word. So yeah, double standard, all that shit, but it's just alarming. Sometimes <laughs> you're just not ready for it. We're still not used to the fact that male nudity, you know, it, it's a fair point. If, if we could see completely naked women, we should be able to see completely naked men. I understand that, but something, sometimes you're just like, all right, I'm not, how many penises do we need to see in the first three minutes of this show? All right. I'm still a little bit, you see a penis on screen. You're still a little bit like, fuck man. You know what I mean? It's just, they're horrible looking. They really are. They're horrible looking. Not mine, but everyone else's <laughs> looks horrible. <laughs> they're fucking gross you know i mean it doesn't matter i don't it's just so shocking to me that women like men at all um you know but you know that's there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of dicks unnecessarily too some of them you know there's just scenes where but i guess whoever wrote it was like or the creators the producers were like we're gonna this is gonna be an empowerment thing we gotta get the public and, and you know what and maybe that's the truth Maybe there's going to be a TV series five years from now that'll show the same amount of penises, but I don't even notice. I'll be, I just got oh, it's a dick. You know, like when I watch a TV show now, unless it's like, unless it's like a famous actress, because it's like a famous actress. All of a sudden, you know, she pops her top off and you're like, oh, some nips. Didn't see that coming. But now if I'm watching a show and there's just a character who gets shirtless, I, it doesn't like register because we're so used to seeing. Naked breasts. Something to think about. So maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe that's the new world we're going through. I just feel like nudity of any kind, there should be a point to it. Now, what I do like about a lot of the HBO shows with their nudity is they'll have two characters just finish having sex. And when either of them get up to go to the bathroom afterwards, they're they're not covered. But a lot of TV shows and movies, they're completely covered. Now I understand they're doing that because you know it's abc on a tuesday night you can't have nudity i get that um but i kind of appreciate the honesty from the premium channels when they do that you know because the other ones they'll still do the cover-up and i'm like we're rarely you know in the history of the world how many times does just do people have sex and then right when they're done with sex they're like please don't look at me i gotta cover up completely like you know that's weird so yeah that part of it's yeah there's a lot of nudity in it there's a lot there's just with these new high school shows i'm not that old i don't think but now that i think about it, as i'm watching this i'm like damn i got my 20 year high school reunion in a year in 2023 so it's like fuck maybe high school has changed that much but as i'm watching this i'm thinking this is just another one of those things where hollywood gets wrong whenever hollywood does high school movies high school tv shows It's always the richest people's houses they're having parties at. Rarely do I see anyone partying in a two-bedroom, second floor of a two-flat apartment in the the city, right? Where they they have radiator heat. Like, you know what I mean? It's always these insane homes with like double doors. Everything's open floor concept. There must be something about people in the suburbs where they're like, not only are we going to be rich, but we are never going to be home watching our child having a party. And I guess that must be true because that's been happening since the 80s with movies and TV in regards to high school parties. The rich kid's parents go out of town and has the best party, the loudest party, and none of the neighbors give a fuck. Now I get the idea, like, that's why they're rich. They're working all the time. And Okay, fine. But, in I mean, I knew rich kids in high school. Our kids were pretty w- well off. We didn't really party at their place. And if you did, it was, you, you still had to shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Someone, if someone broke a vase, you would hear about it. Uh, so that that part of it's always strange to me. Um, I guess nowadays the big difference is maybe high school kids are doing this. I know sexting and sending nudes is big, but they're, they're filming all their sexual escapades. Right. Um, yeah. There's a lot of like, oh yeah, so-and-so fuck that guy. And then the dude's like, no way, that's a lie. It's like, here's the video. I have it saved. I have all these, every girl in our high school, I have video of them having sex. Here's the folder. Yeah, dudes are horrible. You know, I watch this shit. And, you know, sometimes as a guy, you hear a lot about how men are terrible. And you're like, ah, we're not that bad. And then you see shows like this and you're like, fuck, these guys are pieces of shit. They got that typical character. His name is Nate, I believe. And he is star football player. They always have the star athlete who's also a sociopath. Remember the show 13 Reasons Why? That was on Netflix. If you didn't see 13 Reasons Why, it's fucking depressing as hell. And But they have the same typical suburban high school jocks who are just the biggest fucking scumbags. I mean, they're beating the shit out of people for no reason other than they can. They're raping people. Their, their horrible relationships with their parents, tons of pressure from the parents. The dad that's never there because he's cheating on the mom, and then when the dad does show up, it's like, "You better win state, kid. I didn't raise no fucking loser." Like that old thing, you know? Like it's from the Breakfast Club. I think it all stemmed from the Breakfast Club, and everyone's just like, "This is what high school's like." Because there's a lot of it where I'm like, "High school is not like that for us." Where where was that happening? Um, Again, maybe I'm fortunate. I don't have people telling me I'm a loser and I'm not going to make it. So I don't need Gary Vaynerchuk in my ear every day. I'm also fortunate enough where in high school, I didn't see, maybe it was happening, but I just didn't see it. Um, there were some, there were some shitty people out there though. Fuck man. Um, but God, I wish I were. just, don't you wish, uh, time machine shit, man. No one says that with time machines. It's always, you're gonna go back and kill someone horrible. I agree with, but sometimes I'd like to go back as far as I can and just see if we could start changing how people act in their teen years. Because with everything going on in the world, I feel like society is getting better in a lot of ways. But then I still see high school shows where I'm like, oh no, people are still awesome or awful. I mean, people are still awful to each other. There's still the jocks who punch a nerd for no reason. There's still um, insane like. Uh, parents were beating on their kids uh yeah it's just it's fucking crazy so yeah in in both 13 reasons why and in euphoria the two last teen shows i recall watching there is the abusive rapey high school football star whose parents are rich as hell and own half the town that's another one that these things do it's like do you know who his dad is no who's his dad his dad owns half the town I'm telling you, messing with them, you're going down a dark path. It's how many shows has that been? So, like, I feel like if you write a high school show, and it's honest, high school goes, mm, or not high school, Hollywood says, "Eh, I don't know about this." There's, there's nobody I want to stab to death in this scene, like it's because then you start to root for the characters to get murdered, and you know what they do? Instead, the character keeps getting away with it, and then by the finale, season six of Euphoria. It's finally going to be Zendaya's character stabbing the one dude in the fucking neck. And and then her just being like, okay with it, you know? Because she's already had so many mental health problems. She's had to deal with it. This was just her thing where it was like, now I'm finally free. I'm in prison for the rest of my life, but I'm free because I defeated the demon that was ruining everyone's life around me. Something like that. They also have juniors hanging out with seniors. Like, I mean, I, I knew a few juniors where I'd say, hey, what's up? How you doing? But they weren't like in a tight circle you know and they have that a lot and i know it's just because they need characters for when the other characters graduate all right that's what they need i think because they saw the save by the bell mistake where they're like you can't just have a whole new class you need a couple of people to lead forward that's what other shows did i remember first noticing that there was an mtv show uh what the hell was it called laguna beach there's a bunch of seniors and a couple hot juniors hot male and female and they were like Look, if this thing's going to do multiple seasons, we need to follow a next wave. You can't just get rid of everybody and start with a new cast. That only works for the real world. And there was a different set of problems and challenges, I think. All right. What else did I want to ramble on with you guys here? So Euphoria is good though. I mean, I got to watch season two before I really talk about what the hell I think of it completely. But I just know I like her storylines and Daya's a lot. And I the rest of them I'm not crazy about. You know, you got the the one girl who's like, Attractive, but she's getting she's staying in an abusive relationship, and you just want to tell her, get the fuck out of that shit. And the backstories are good. It makes me sad because it feels like all the girls who are struggling, they lost their dads at a time when they needed dads, you know, they're all like in their teens. So fuck. And the and the, the guys who are struggling had like abusive. De- there is not they have absent-minded moms, is what I've seen. The one mom in it is like an alcoholic drinking wine all the time. The other mom is actually great. And dad's mom, it's not great, but she went through a lot of shit um, and seems to legitly care, but she's not, she can't be around because she's single parent. know, their dad's gone. Um, he had cancer. The other, other dad became like got into an accident, became a drug addict, but the wife was kind of cheating on him and he took that badly and it just went down a dark hole. And then this other dad is like, he needs to be in jail for the rest of all. I see. I'm giving away too much. I don't want to give away too much. All right, guys, I'm sorry. Um, I'm also sorry for this episode coming out late. I need to give myself some Sunday night motivation, you know? All right. Um, here's something I came across. You guys ever hit Explorer on the on your Instagram? So Explorer on Instagram, you got the little search thing. And I do that because I'm like, oh, I just saw a post and it had information up. but now the post is gone. So I got to search for my friend and go to their page to find something. Often I hit search and then you got the Instagram Explorer page where they suggest shit to you. You got some real, some cool videos in there. It's a lot of stuff you like. You know, I mean I saw some Nirvana videos. I'm seeing a lot of Nirvana stuff. Um, what else? I saw Tyson Fury boxing match. That dude is unbelievable. Six nine, two ninety almost. And he still he just dominates people. And then, you know, and then because I'm I'm a male, like I think they just do i asked my other guy friends. I'm not perving on these women, I'm not liking Instagram models photos. So I don't know why Instagram does this, but every time I go on the Instagram homepage, it's like, hey, here's a woman in a thong. You like that, right? And it's like, Instagram, you're trying to get me in trouble. I'm a happily married man. All right. I don't want to be looking at these ladies. And also here's, here's why I bring it up. I don't like this look at all. There's always something that someone thinks is hot and I've talked to other people and they go, not really that hot. Here's one, a bathing suit model. She's on the beach and they purposely put sand all over her butt cheeks. I fucking hate that. Okay. As soon as I see that, I want to get water and pour it over her butt cheeks and to get the sand off. You know, think about that. Say, say you went on a beach date and this, and you're thinking, oh man, this is amazing. I'm going on a date with a model. This is great. Love it. And she's rolling around getting her bare ass cheeks all sandied up. And then she's like, oh, let's go out to lunch. And you're like, you're going to get that sand off your fucking ass before you get in my Jeep. Cause I imagine a guy who takes a girl to the beach has a jeep that's just a good it's a good ride for that and she's like oh well you don't like my sandy butt no nobody likes a sandy ass why the fuck were you taking you wanted me to take pictures of that like that's a thirst trap it's not a thirst trap ladies when i see a sandy butt i want to just like fucking hit your butt cheeks a bunch to get the sand off and it's not in a sexual way not sexual at all so even if you were like "Ooh, slap me harder i'd be like no i'd be like no why like we're gonna roll around in mud next sand is is dude you get sand in my fucking car i am breaking up with you that's what i would say i do not want sand any because that'll that's there forever okay oh i know i could get a vacuum but that's fun that's another chore thanks for giving me a chore because you thought you were being like cute and sexy not cute you know what's cute and sexy N- having just a regular ass with no sand on it okay sand is like likable dirt it's dirt. You don't mind running through but it's still dirt. It's the earth. It's the planet. We only like it like it because it's, it's like, oh, it's warm. The water's right there. It's a beautiful day when you're there. Typically nobody's frolicking along the beach when it's shitty out. Like that's the stuff you have to think about before you go sanding up your butt and thighs. Damn it. I hate these photographers who are encouraging this shit. No more sand on the butts. All right, everybody. That's been the podcast for this week. Check out the Patreon for bonus stuff. Also, follow me on Twitter, TikTok, all that stuff for show dates. Come out to a show, see me do stand up comedy. Thanks for checking out the Joe Kill Gallon podcast. Cheers.